Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever we want. Whatever we, we want. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we got Ed Park today. What's up? Ed Park, how do we know you? Um, David used to share an office space with you guys downtown. Yep. Um, and I was shooting with David then, mm-hmm. uh, and I was coming around. And at the time when you guys saw me, I was about 100 pounds every year. And you did the ball handles video with David. No, that wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did the night? No, I thought you did another one. No, 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 I didn't. The first one you did was really well edited. I don't know, dude. <laughs> it wasn't okay. one of those Nike commercials. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't me. But you did the Kim jong il right? I did Kim jong il Oh, okay. Most okay. of his, not his commercial spoofs, I did a lot of his short skits. Mm. Um, and so I saw you guys around that space mm. and I was... Yeah, you're like half the person that I used to know. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, you're like unrecognizable. Yeah, uh, I was about 240-some pounds. 240?! Wait, are we like the same height? Yeah, <laughs> I'm 5'8". 240, how much do you weigh now? I'm 145. Wow! wow. Whoa, you're skinnier than me! That's crazy. Whoa. Wait, you lost a, a hundred pounds. You a lost the whole hun- me. Yeah. A hundred <laughs> pounds, dude. Yeah, dude. How That's did you crazy. do it? Yeah, and how long um, did it take for like your journey to to be one hundred pounds? And is coke or meth better for losing? <laughs> I'll get to that part. I think the real question is. Did you feel like your dick got bigger? Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. If anyone really? needs an excuse to lose weight, is that your dick will get bigger. Or is it because you can see it? I can see it, and uh, I'm very satisfied with it. Like when before, when you're like kind of insecure about that, yeah, yeah. and then you lose weight, it's like the Easter Island heads. They Damn. found out they actually go down deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, yeah, they're pretty tall. Yeah, because if this is your dick, right? And like, let's say this is your legs. Your dick doesn't look as big, but if your legs were like, you're like, fuck, my dick's longer than my legs. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah. My, my friend, she's a chubby chaser, and then, my friend, she's a chubby chaser, and, but she's like, the only thing I hate is like, when I, when they sit down and I give a blowjob, I have to lift their head. Oh, oh, damn. They like rest it on their head, the belly on their head. Wow. That's powerful imagery. Got yeah. <laughs> a fucking suck dick like this. Doing a fucking up lock. Like you're in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You got any one of those lights? I know. <laughs> but uh, I think it really started, uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. Um, I think we were all together to watch UFC 200. Which and, who was damn, you remember the number? Yeah. And I mean, because it was 200, right? Oh, it was oh right, right. Yeah. Well, here's what I Where remember. We, we were at Lacey at uh, Dan's studio. Oh, okay, I remember. With the dogs running around constantly. Oh, yeah. The fight never came up. (laughs) Like, something happened. We didn't end up watching anything. We didn't end up watching. So we pulled up some old UFC fights, and we were watching, and I was standing next to Bart, and I'm this fat dude, and I'm like, Bart, if you were fighting in the UFC, which weight would you fight in? And you said, featherweight, 145. And then I was like, no way, man. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you can get to 145. Meanwhile, I'm this fat, like, one four, 240. Yeah. And then you gave me this death look, like, in my eye, like, straight up. Just like, yes, I can. <laughs> you were like, how Were you motivated you? him? I don't know. You were like, how dare you? Wait, was he fat at that time? No. Okay. So, so the part is the beginning of the genesis of this whole, yeah. like, transformation and for you. I felt like, oh shit, this guy's gonna kick my ass, right? <laughs> but, what? What in the world? What are you doing, Bart? But really, I was probably just staring at the dogs running around. <laughs> the reality was that it put, it actually gave me a reality check because I was like, how can I not believe that Bart can lose weight when I'm this big? 
And I looked mm. around, just kind of pointed the, the finger at myself, I looked myself in the mirror, so to say, and was just like, I don't even believe I can be that size when I'm, we're like the same height, yeah. like a little shorter, but I was just way heavier than you, full of fat. And so, I don't know, I just kind of started. Well, you started when you were, when you went, so, so, you were here in LA, yeah. and then you went back to your hometown to yeah. run your family store, right? Yeah. Was it a gas station or something? Yeah, yeah. And then that's when you lost weight. So what happened there? Well, um, I started learning about fasting about right after that. <laughs> oh, so right after that, you went back to Seattle, huh? So that was 2015, I think. Oh, wow. And then in 2016, I went back home. By that time, um, when I was, as I was just learning like fasting and intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. I'd lost 70 pounds at that point. So you, that night you go home and, and that decision is made. It's just like, yeah, I have to believe in myself. That's crazy. I gotta oh, fucking man. do something about it. Like, yeah. so thank you, Bart. <laughs> so like, Life coach, just, fitness coach here. Just the way you motivated me with that with the Asian parent death stare. Like, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That's Bart says he can do something. I really do believe him. Yeah, yeah. Same. He's like, I'm gonna fucking do the next SpaceX. I'd be like, okay, Bart, but I do believe you. But Jesus, <laughs> you know why? I think it's because his natural is probably 145. It could, yeah. But this is like it's built. Well, it's how, how much do you weigh now? Uh, like 199. And this is you cutting down ready too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if he didn't work out is what I'm saying. Like he'd probably stay a skinny dude. Yeah, like I, in high school I was like 120-ish, 110-ish. So that's why it was believable because people that meet him afterwards is like, yo, dude, no way. Yeah, yeah. I think the last time I was this weight was in sixth grade. <laughs> so when, when, when did you become overweight? Uh, Probably around fifth grade and on I would just slowly just gain Whoa. weight and then summertime comes you fluctuate you lose weight and you gain weight lose weight gain weight, and then just over the decades it just i just got really big and then it kind of becomes a part of your identity too i feel like mm -hmm. you're like oh i'm just the big guy and then just like want to eat and i mean i never thought i was ugly that's <laughs> good <laughs> yeah i was still pretty happy with myself um yeah. mostly i think that was the relationship me and david had it was like two fat guys that are confident in ourselves that's tight <laughs> yeah you guys are very jolly jolly chubby dudes did he feel like you left them behind he was like oh, yeah. the we're supposed to be fat together dude yeah. what the hell well so i moved back home um and you know how it is like you you move home and you kind of get this weird travel depression or something. I gained back like 25 pounds. When you went back to Washington? So you yeah. lost some weight in LA, you yeah. go, to, go to Washington, gained it back. Gained it bit. back and then I was like, here we go again, that cycle of fluctuation. Oh, I lose weight and then- The food is so damn tasty, man. Exactly, so I was at uh, AFC Championship game at my friend's house and just ate a bunch of food. And I just remember, like, I could feel my skin splitting. <laughs> what? Like, you could feel, like, the fat I growing? I feel like my, my, like, I feel this skin stretching on my body. You mean, like, you ate so much that it expanded? Yeah, like, I have stretch marks everywhere, you know? That's so Buffalo Wild Wings, man, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, that following Monday was just like, I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna eat today. And, and then, then the next day, like, I was like... Well, how long did you give yourself to, like, fast? Like, what was your this, fasting technique? Usually before, it was just don't eat after 8 p.m. And that was it. Yeah. And then just that alone helped me lose yeah. a shit ton really? of Really? Yeah. Did you change what you were eating? Well, that's what, the part I get to after that Monday, I don't eat. I wake up Tuesday, I don't feel like eating. 
I'm not gonna eat again. What the? How, how big were you at this point? I was about. 220. Okay, yeah. Because on fasting, I've heard that bigger people have energy, yeah, like the fat. There's a lot of reserve. Yeah, it's so they, all there. There's a guy that went 30 days without. Right, I thought he could die. Yeah, the record, there's a documentary on a guy who did it for 59 days. Yeah. The oh. world record is like 400 days for this yeah. guy who was like 400 pounds. Yeah. You have the mind of steel, dude. I can't <laughs> I can't even barely skip one I meal. Mean, I thought you were the type to have this kind of mindset. <laughs> when it comes to food. He gets hangry. If I, if I went to jail, I'll be the kind of guy that stuffs food in my ass so I could eat it later. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, like, by Wednesday, I was feeling like shit. Not yeah. like the energy was leaving me. Third day, right? Shit. Everyone says third day. Yeah, the third day was hurting. But then I don't know why, like, I was like, I'm not going to eat today either. I wasn't I wasn't planning on not eating for this long, but I felt like I knew this. There's so much fat in me. This is yeah. all energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all supposed to burn. I didn't actually look it up. I just kind of had this one plus one mindset. I mean, thank God you're right, because I was always afraid to not eat for a day because I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I thought not eating for a day is like uh, cruel starvation yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But Like so many religions do it. Like during Ramadan and all that, they intermittent fast. So as I was uh, fasting these during this time, I'm like running my store and going back and forth and I'm just drinking a shit ton of smart water. And in the meantime too, I'm Googling like benefits of fasting and I'm finding out all this great information. So I'm like, I'll do it one more day. Uh, and on the fifth day, I finally decided, okay, well, how do I break this fast? Right, I haven't been eating my- KFC is the only way. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to get sick or hurt and whatever, right? But. I feel like you eat KFC after a five day fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diarrhea said yeah, inside out. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> You'll turn into fried chicken. Exactly. It just comes out the yeah. exact same way. There's no stomach acid. Yeah. Uh, that's bullshit, by the way. Don't quote me on that. But hey, guys, today's video is brought to you by Audible. And on Audible, you can find all kinds of audiobooks, and that really helps me because I live 30 minutes away from the JK office and 40 minutes away from the gym pretty much. So when I'm driving, I'm like bored of all the music that I hear on the radio all the time. So recently I've been listening to an audiobook called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I I'm on that one right now. Man, I really like it because it's the, the title's kind of misleading because I think they wrote it in the 50s or something. So it's not like how to like, ooh, <laughs> control you. But it's more about like how to understand what motivates people so you can kind of be a better communicator and better leader. And you know, like since I do, I'm like a, a leader in two companies, I want to be able to talk to people better and how to like help people motivate people and like how to um, pretty much like, be able to communicate my thoughts without hurting people's feelings and know yeah. where people are coming from. So I've been really liking this book because it pretty much, I've timed it where if I do like four trips, that's a chapter. So oh, I could shoot. almost, based on my commute, yeah. I can almost kind of like uh, calculate when I'm gonna finish each book that I read. And I like to do it while I'm driving too because I feel productive while I'm on the road. And then when I get out of the car, it's still fresh in my mind yeah. and I can practice whatever I learn. But what's cool is that Audible doesn't only have books and audiobooks on there. There's like podcasts, there's comedy, they have like Audible originals. They just have super amounts of content, so it's super awesome. Go check it out. Visit audible.com slash off the record or text off the record to 500-500. That's audible.com slash off the record or go ahead and text off the record to 500-500.
as I was Googling it, I found out that uh, keto and fasting go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's keto again? Fat. 70% fat macros. Really? Yeah, so I broke my fast with cheese. And I started, uh, I had like a, I read about coconut oil, so I had a scoop of that. Yeah. Peanut butter? No. Because sugar in there, right? Sugar. Sugar. So after that, I was like on a mission to never have sugar again. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, isn't it crazy? I cut sugar out for a month. And it's the, well, I cut sugar and coffee at the same time. Yikes, how much did that hurt? (laughs) I felt like I was on a period. <laughs> but then after the third or fourth day, it was you know bad. what that feels like. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He would. He's done research, actually. Yep. It's probably undecisive, you know? I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. Stomach cramps. He changed his mind a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Started complaining. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you've always been on your period. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so when he ate the cheese, did it feel like, um, like this is the energy your body needed to feel like food coma-ish, or to feel heavy, or like. So these days now, when I break extended fasts, like, um, and I have MCT oil or coconut oil, just like a tablespoon, and then I have some pork belly, yeah. which is like great fat to protein uh, keto yeah. ratio, right? Yeah. And I feel like this fucking turning, like energy going through my veins, yeah. into Whoa. my brain, wow. like through my heart, wow. and. Like I feel like, like I can do anything. Like, like Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> just feel Ron Jeremy. Down the fuck. The craziest part of fasting that I experienced was the uh, calmness and the mood. I was mind blown. And, and then I was you like, start understanding fuck? monks and yeah. all these religious people. And, and I feel like food is probably the leading factor of stress, anxiety, panic attacks, and so many other things. Cause I was like, what the fuck? I feel like a baby that's being cradled right now. I'm so like floaty. For me, what I learned, it was actually my sugar addiction. Like sugar is a narcotic. That's what I mean. Um, Cause I, yeah. It's a a legal drug. It is. (laughs) But it's so good. It's it's delicious, right? And, but look at the long-term effects on people. Look at what happens to you if you don't have sugar for a day. Like you feel all shit. And that's that's what I was telling people about what hangriness is because I don't get hangry no more and I used to. Right. But it's that sudden uh, cuz you have the dependency to glucose, right? So that's so your body's like I need I need glucose to fucking energy and then it like it depletes. And it's not used to getting into ketosis, which is burning the fat. So it's like I need energy go eat now. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's when someone similar to people on drugs going through withdrawal, like, the anxiety. Yeah. We're withdrawing every day. That's yeah. what hangry is, it's sugar withdrawals. Yeah. Do you uh, eat fruits at all or not? Nope, really? I don't even eat onions. There's too much sugar in onions? Really cut out sugar that hardcore? Yeah. Like wow. zero sugar. That's, I was like, I can't this is the that. way I have to I love do it. Wait, so what's your, what's your diet now? So it's like pork belly, obviously. Pork Kim- belly, kimchi. You, kimchi, okay. How do you prepare your pork belly? I sous vide it every day, I take the time. I fucking like, do the vacuum seal, give it four hours. And you must be really good at making pork belly. Yeah, there. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to try your pork belly <laughs> yeah. now, oh, shit. You have a sous vide machine? Yeah. That's sick. just a bucket and the- What's the longest you've done? Cause I just did a 48 hour this weekend. For fasting? From Sunday, 9 p.m. to Tuesday, 9 p.m. And then how did you break it? What did you eat? Uh, with beef broth. Yeah. And then like I, I drank beef broth, 30 minutes later, I made a lean steak like a four ounce lean steak, I went to sleep. So I was in keto till the next day, yeah. and I didn't eat till 3 p.m. next day. Yeah. 
and then I broke it again with beef broth and then I went and got some like noodles and all kinds of other stuff and it was fine. You know what's crazy? I'm hearing all of this and I'm like, I think I've been fasting my whole life. <laughs> but I, well not anymore, not like yeah. in the last like two years or whatever, I eat normal now. But my whole life though, I would not eat, like I'll eat one meal in like 48 hours sometimes. Wow. Or less than that. You don't even snack in between? No, like nothing. I would like just- shit. You weren't dying, right? No, but that's the thing. Like I was, I was feeling like shit. I was hangry. Uh, I was- it's the sugar. Cause yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't careful with what I was putting back into my body. Mm. Cause I wasn't doing this on purpose. I just didn't like eating period. Like it was just the act of eating was yeah. not enjoyable for me. When I first did intermittent fasting, I actually got hypoglycemia. Cause I didn't do it right. What's then, hypoglycemia? It's um, it's it's like uh, what do you call it? Low blood sugar. Do you feel like tired and fatigued? You get like an anxiety attack from okay. no eating. Okay. I forgot. Yeah, it feels like that though. It feels like your body's stressed the fuck out, like you're running away from an animal, and Whoa. it's like an adrenaline rush, and then you feel like really weird. Yeah. But anyways, um, I got scared to do it again, and then I tried it again, but I, this time, I found out that like what you're supposed to do is cut out caffeine and sugar before you go on to intermittent fasting. So I went paleo. Or most tried to, and then I did a 16 hour from 9 p.m. to 1 p.m. I wouldn't eat, pushed it to, uh, to 3 p.m. And then I said, all right, here we go. I'm not gonna eat tomorrow. 40th hour was freaking hard for me. Yeah, I, I think though when you give yourself a time though, uh, I think uh, it takes you in a mentality of, of actually like this will be over soon. You will eat soon or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what I'm hearing the common through line for this for you anyway, is that you have like this mental like discipline through this almost. Like th doing this has given you this energy and this mental discipline yeah. above all things I think. I had to fall out of love with food for one. And so That's just tough. look at it That's as energy. Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I got Stockholm Syndrome with food. I had the ability to eat the same <laughs> shit every day. Like, I don't know what that yeah. feels like. So I eat pork belly and kimchi every fucking day for every meal. What it the fuck? Yeah. That pairs well, with really, seaweed. really well. Every single yeah. meal, every day. You don't even don't change mind. it up with eggs or cheese or right. like... Something, well, obviously cheese snacks, pork skin. Uh, so you're always in ketosis? Wow. You don't really? No vegetables, nothing? Yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll have vegetables like dark leafy greens. But oh, no, no like potatoes and- No potatoes, oh, wow. starch, all this. Like before COVID, what would you do when you wanted to go out with friends and go eat? I'd go out and watch my friends eat. And I joined the conversation. <laughs> Man, you got a lot of discipline, dude. I had to. You, you, you stopped though, like, um, Cam was over eating chicken and I was on my fast. It was day two and I was just watching them and, and then you, you just get over it. Yeah. It's crazy. You you don't, you don't have crave. a desire. Yeah, you stop craving. Especially if you have the, the thought like, you're not going to die. <laughs> like you will eat again soon. But the cool thing is this unexplainable, calm, clear clarity. Like the first day I, I couldn't think, I was like kind of groggy. And then the next day I woke up at like six in the morning with hella energy. And I was like, what the fuck? So. I believe that is when you're getting into ketosis and also like as when you're fasting, I guess 12 hours into fasting and that's called an anaerobic fast, but 16 hours into fasting, that's called like a ketogenic fast mm. that in 16 hours, you'll burn all your glycogen stores, which is 
equal to one hour of high intensity. Are you using strips? Because that's what I did to figure out if I was on ketosis or not. I strips? Yeah, well, like pee on it to see if you have ketones yeah. in your pee. Through the pee, they can tell if you're burning the fat or so sugar. science. When I started, um, it works, right? Because uh, my body was producing a shit ton of ketones. But over like maybe 90 days when I was doing it past three months, pee strips don't work anymore because your body will- You fasted for three months? Well, the like, this diet and fasting life. Oh, you mean intermittent fasting? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Your body will regulate the amount of ketones it needs. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So pee strips work because your body's just peeing out the rest of the ketones you don't need that you yeah. produced, right? And then over time, it'll just regulate as much ketones as you need. So what's happening when you're feeling that enlightenment, um, autophagy is happening as well because you're not actually eating anything. So your body starts going towards your body fat, but your cells, your healthy cells will start recycling and cannibalizing your weak cells That's and your immune system go up, goes up. And not only Are you that, COVID proof? I don't know, but I haven't <laughs> had anything. That, um, let's see. The next part was that um, HGH, your natural HGH levels rise. So if you do a three-day fast, you, you will like um, produce 350% the normal amount of HGH. If you fast for seven days, it'll go up 1,250%. Yeah, so apparently bodybuilders are now going into fasting yeah. because autophagy also prevents muscle, um, what's it called? When your muscle shrink? Like atrophy. <laughs> atrophy, yeah. Wait, so then the key thing here for this to work is the whole like eliminating sugar part? Eliminating sugar and um, making sure that you're hitting 16 hours a day. And no, I'm not out there fasting three, days every week i don't do that i hit ketosis around 20. i i kept experimenting for about two weeks and for me ketosis hits around 20th hour well, i've been doing this diet for like three years now so i think i can hit ketosis like a general good amount of, of produce a good amount of ketones within three days so the like i said the pea strips don't work but i get this thing called keto rash on my chest Mm. So when I start seeing like these red bumps, that's how I know I'm in ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it happens in 2% of people on this earth, most of them being Asian women, and then uh, I also get it too. Did you have any <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Asian women and Ed. <laughs> Very quickly, did you have any setbacks through all this stuff? Oh yeah, um, obviously the sugar withdrawals, like um, the, when you, the irritability, all these things. I would suggest like, you have to talk to your doctor first before. Yeah. Like don't turn it into an eating disorder, guys. But you know, uh, all the all the things that I've read though, is that people recommend cutting, getting rid of the addiction of caffeine and sugar first, get that out of the way before you do it, because you're gonna have a hell of a harder time just going cold turkey into the fast. And I took that and I cut it for at least two weeks, and I had a great time. Like, it was it was an adventure. I had a great relationship. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. So then for you, you, you were talking to your doctor through this whole thing? No. <laughs> I just did my thing by Googling shit and making sure this was reputable sources, that this science was, was real, and this was coming out of And the guy who discovered autophagy, he won a Nobel Peace Prize wow. for it. Right? And look at what it's done for yeah, me. It's, <laughs> like, it's not like crockpot kind of science shit. It's it's legit. This is your body doing amazing things for you. Yeah. Well, crockpots are pretty valuable. Actually. I like yeah. them. I, I, I use them often. I use crockpots to render my fat and then I save my pork fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lard out the lard. Yeah, but he thinks that's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs>